Welcome to the Four Wards Podcast. <laughs> hey, what's up? It's Eric Bra, voice of Draven, Jerks, and Velkaz. And you're listening to the Four Wards Podcast, here to help you move forward and lead. And welcome to episode 317 of the Four Wards podcast. I'm your host, as usual, I'm Jack Soman, and I've got with me three other wards to help you move forward in League of Legends. The ever-present Crush You is here, of course. Hello. TMJ sucks. Don't get it. TMJ? Um, it's a thing to do with your jaw. It's the mandibular joint. It makes it, it slips in and out of in and out of socket sucks a lot usually oh, from I people have that. Yeah, I also usually have from that. people usually from people who uh have done some kind of physical sport um martial arts is heavy with it um it sucks hockey <laughs> hockey okay yeah. it sucks uh those other voices you hear of course we've got slushy otter hello hello first so i have three things i want to say first this is now a 50 percent furry podcast Yes. We need more furry listeners. <laughs> I, that's your job. Yeah, honestly. Okay. Second, <laughs> I think Jax needs a new name. Something to do with cow or bull or no. something. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and no. third, I know it's a controversial game, but I've been having a fucking blast playing Pal World. If you want to talk Pal World with me, please, please do. This game is great. It has consumed my entire weekend and most of today. And your social circle. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. We've also got Free Shooter. We're still recording on a day he can make it. Yay. I'm alive. I'm playing League again. Yay. I had a Cho'Gath support. Yay. Seems pretty normal. It was all we'll in lane, support. but out of lane, actually pretty awesome because the Evelyn and Tom Kench couldn't get near me because he just sat yeah. on my head. Yeah. Perfect. We take those. We'll talk about support a little bit later because we're finally going to get to that part of the patch notes. But first, got to plug all the shit. Guys, we are part of the Trinity Force Network. If you head on over to trinityforcenetwork.com, you'll find links to all of our past episodes and all the other shows on the network, like the League Rundown or the Trinity Force Podcast. You'll also find the link to our Discord. Come join the Discord. Come play games with us. Now, if you want to support the network, head on over to patreon.com slash tforcenetwork. $5 will get you first dibs on any playing tournaments. You'll get an email ahead of everyone else with information on how to sign up. And we do stream on Twitch. I can be found at twitch.tv slash jacksoman, where sometimes I'm face camming and sometimes I'm a furry. Uh, crush can be found at twitch.tv slash crush you. Free shooter can be found at twitch.tv slash free e shooter. That's right. There are three E's in free. And of course, slushy can be found at both TikTok dot com slash at slushy otter and twitch.tv slash slushy otter last but not least listeners you don't get chewed out this week one of you bailed you guys out we got a set of questions from a listener thank you thank you very much we will get to those questions probably next week because holy shit this patch is so huge but for now listeners please send us your questions to four wards at trinityforcepodcast.com I don't like having to chew y'all out. So send us questions, forwards at trinityforcepodcast.com, so we can answer your questions on the show. Link is in the episode description. It's all spelled out very simple. Let me put it this way. The next time that we need questions and we don't have any, I'm just going to do the entire episode in guy voice. Oh, God. Please, no. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with this? Nothing. But I don't want to have to hear you like that for an hour. It feels wrong. It is wrong. That's why I'm threatening it. Is because then they'll have to listen to it. Well, listeners, please send us your questions to forwards at trinityforcepodcast.com. If threatening to turn the other guys into furries wasn't enough, maybe that'll make you do it. Send us your damn it's questions. Like, it's, it's uncanny valley of voice. Like... It just sounds It really wrong. is. It's, it's, it's fun when you drop it. It would get old fast. It does get old fast. All right. Listeners, 
we're finally getting to the part of the podcast that Crush and Free Shooter have been wanting to get to for two weeks. Hooray! <laughs> well, sort of. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, sort of. In, in patch 14.1, we've covered the void map, the terrain changes. We do have some stuff we want to talk about the void map that if we have time, we'll get to. Because we've learned stuff in the last couple weeks. We've talked about mage items, fighter items, tank items, and assassin items. It's finally time for you shooty shooter people to talk about marksman items. Hey, that's me. One of you take right it now, away. yeah, just you. Um, uh, the big one up front is Gale Force is gone. No Gale Good. Force. Yay! 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 I yay. think yay. Now, now having they the just need to around remove rocket existing. belt because we should not have dashes on items. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with this. I say that uh, as someone who plays rocket belt abusing champions like Fizz. We shouldn't yeah. have dashes on items. No. It's not enough to give Fizz two dashes. We gotta have three dashes. Gotta have three. Yeah, that way champions can be balanced around the actual amount of mobility in their kit. I also stand by that Everfrost should be gotten rid of for the same reason. Which, it's gone. Everfrost is gone, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um... One of the fun I brain things, farted for a second, but yeah, that, that being of, gone is a good thing. One of the fun things is that uh, champions are not just balanced around the mobility they have in their kit. They're also balanced about, around the existence of Flash. Yep. Yes. And that one, I feel like, is fine. Um, the fact that everybody can take it is a good yeah. check on its power. And everybody does take it. <laughs> not everybody. I'd say 95%. Briefly, briefly yeah. there are some double... Uh, double knot flash top lanes, and I think like Shaco and Hector Shaco. don't take flash in the jungle. Shaco yeah. and Shivana are the two junglers that yep. I'm aware of that are pretty much always not running flash. Um, and Gwen Ghost, doesn't run flash. Ghost has had a big resurgence in the top lane specifically. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, any care items? Um, up front, uh. The big news, uh, they added an on-hit item ter in Terminus. Uh, costs 3,000 gold. It builds out of a recurve. BF Sword, Dagger, and 700 gold. 40 attack damage, 30% attack speed. Uh, attack supply, 30 magic damage on hit. And the big one, juxtaposition. Alternate between light and dark on hits each attack. Light attacks grant 3 to 5 armor magic resist. Uh, for up to five stacks for five seconds. Dark attacks grant 6% armor and magic penetration for five up to five stacks for five seconds. This is 30% magic armor and magic pen on a hit. All right. All right. That's good. Out. This hmm. item lies to you. Hmm. Because what's not in the patch notes but is in the live game, this only applies against champions. That is true. Auto attacks on minions or monsters, including epic monsters, do not grant these stacks at all. And as a matter of fact, will allow the stacks to fall off. They don't even sustain whatever stacks you've already gotten from champion combat. That means to be at the full 25 armor and MR and 30% armor and magic penetration, you need to have already hit champions 10 times. If you've hit someone 10 times and they're still alive, something is wrong. Remember, Raid Blade gives, reduces the number of hits. That, and also tanks exist. But basically because of that 10 hits number, this is why you build Terminus after Rage Blade. Uh, Terminus seems to be the top end, like the, the cap for your uh, on-hit builds, not, not the first item. Yeah. Yeah, I literally don't think you can build this sooner than fourth item and have it be useful. No. You could do a third item for the following reason. Uh, uh, Rage Blade got changed. Uh... A bunch of stuff changed with it. Uh, one of the one of the incidental changes is they removed Rage Knife. Um, so because of that, the path to building Rage Blade changed. It's an easier path. You build a Hearthbound Axe instead of a Rage Knife. There's no pickaxe. It's a it's an easier build path. Um, yeah. The stats on it are unchanged. Uh, the big things that changed with it is it no longer consumes your crit chance. Your crit chance is unaffected by it. It always Thank does a God. flat 30, 30 bonus magic damage on hit. Um, and the uh, basic attacks grant attack speed stacking up to four times. That still exists when fully stacked. It uh, applies on-hit effects twice every third attack. Um, this now works with Kraken Slayer again. That's the big change on this. Um, 
uh, Kraken Slayer into Rageblade into Terminus is a n nasty three-item spike. Like, that is a lot of damage, a lot of armor magic pen, and pff, it hurts a lot. Because remember that um, Rageblade gives you some ability power, Kraken Slayer um, has an AP ratio, Yes, and it, it does. now a applies... A really high AP ratio for some inexplicable reason. And it now applies every third auto twice, which is very so good. So what I'm hearing is Gwinso's Kraken Slayer Nasher? You can do that. Um, for uh, for for Kaisa, I think that's probably the way to build the on-hit version yeah. of Kaisa. Yes. And probably the best way to build Kale as well. Probably. Most likely. Um, Makes uh, sense. But for like... For, for like raw Vayne, damage, at least. Uh, for like Vayne and Varus doing on hit, they do the Terminus for the third item, not Nashers. Um, and obviously. For Twitch, I'm not sure. He might still do Runins, but um, that's because he has a lot of synergy with Runins. So, yep. I have a question for you regarding Twitch specifically, and it's okay if you don't know the answer. <laughs> with Terminus, when he shoots his ult, will he only get one stack for the first target hit, or will he get a stack for each target hit during his ult? Uh, on hits, I think, only apply on the first target hit. Yeah, and Terminus correct. specifies on each attack. So Okay. Yeah. yeah. Important for clarification. It is, definitely. Oh, geez. Uh, they, they do apply on hit effects to every target, though. Um, so that's fun. The, the, Just not the, the, the uh, juxtaposition passive. Correct. Yeah, juxtaposition yeah. is per on attack, though. Um, yeah, because that's well, a self buff. That's weird though. It's got. It, it, mm, I hate Riot's use of language, because it says alternate between light and dark on hits each attack. It's like yep. helpful. <sighs> Why did you mix your words? Yep. I don't know. So my assumption is light attacks. Dark attack, and then it says light attacks and dark attacks, so they're not on hit. So, bruh, <laughs> I'd have to go into practice tool and test it on Twitch specifically. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Next item is oh, Infinity Edge. This one just makes me mad. They reduced the cost by hundred hundred gold, and in exchange for doing that, they took away five percent of your crit strike damage. Yep. You know, they took away, you know, the reason you should be building Infinity Edge in the first place. I I hate this so much. But that I'm, I'm is just not... going to point out, the yeah. AP capstone item is 3,600 gold. Mm -hmm. Infinity Edge being expensive was never the problem with it. It should be a good no. capstone. Yeah. Correct. Um, it, this is part it, of the it, reason crit ADCs are, like, kind of falling behind the curve right now. Because they've... They've buffed all the on-hit and nerfed all the crit chance. Good job. Yep. Um, speaking of nerfing the crit chance, Devori Crit Blades also took a nerf. Uh, it's a 100 gold cheever. For that 100 gold, you lose 5 attack damage. Um, it also reduces cooldowns on non-ultimate abilities by 12% instead of 15%. Yep, so yep. just straight yep. nerf. Yep. Uh, Which, like, yeah. for all the, like, mythic now, like, old mythic items, I think, like, most did get a, like, touch nerf. And I think this one is better than the IE one, like, I don't think any points, of them but... needed it, though, and the reason being, they all lost the mythic passives. Yeah. yeah. That's what the gold value was based around, was including yep. those stats as well as everything on the item. So if you're nerfing it by 100 gold... You're already losing the mythic passives. Those are easily worth a hundred gold on each of these items. No, I agree. Worth over a hundred gold per further? stack. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Why are you nerfing all of these even further? Like because we hate eighty carries, Slushy. Yes. Right. We hate eighty carries. As we someone hate them who so does much. not is not invested in eighty <laughs> carry as an identity, I don't give a fuck about eighty carries. You guys have been sacks of gold for years. This patch <laughs> is the most. 80 carries are just sacks of gold. They don't serve a purpose other than feeding the mid, jungle, and top laners that we have ever had in League of Legends. Yep. There is so, a reason um, in pro we are seeing double enchanter bots a lot right now so that they yep. can then take whatever amount of value they're able to get and go buff up the useful people. It's also yeah. why, if you look at win rates, there's so many non-80 carries popping the charts in the 80 carry role. Yasuo, Seraphine, 
Senna, if you count that. Seraphine's like, broken. Ziggs. I think Karthus is down there. I know Huey's most successful Swain. role is actually as a AD carry right now. Yeah, it's fucked. So, it's it's insane. Right. AD carries are useless. Play something else bot lane, honestly. Ser seriously, wanna... just just play Seraphine until she gets nerfed. And if you're gonna play an AD carry, it better be someone who can abuse lethality or on hit. Like, the only true AD carry in the top five like are, are we counting nila as one yeah her pick rate's also abysmal but the, the whatever misfortune is the only one and other, other than nila and senna and yeah. she's building full lethality and she full is lethality. busted like oh she hurts yeah. yeah no uh we are currently in a state of very very high damage burst burst yeah. numbers yeah. um i had a game yes down but uh, i just i had a game yesterday that i fit perfectly encapsulated the state of the game of uh, there was a team fight that lasted a full two minutes because the first 10 seconds were four of the five members of the enemy team blowing up and three of the five members of my team blowing up, trying to kill a Tom Kench for 90 seconds, killing him as their team respawned and came back, and then we blew them up again. Yep. That's so, the state of League of Legends. Yeah. <laughs> In the top 10, you've got Seraphine, Senna, Swain and Yasuo. Which at least Yasuo builds the items that AD carries are supposed to build. Yeah, Somewhat. that's true. No, not he as much as he's them. supposed to, because right now we have fucking Rageblade and uh, Tank builds. Not Rageblade, uh, Blade of the Rune King and Tank builds coming out. Um, which I'm not happy about, because yeah, like, I don't uh, want to play fucking Bruiser Yone. But that's what I get right now, because he's in the exact same boat as Yasuo. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get through all these items to, to talk about it more. One one last note. Huey actually has a somewhat respectable win rate in bot lane. Oh no. At forty seven percent in mid lane. <laughs> in mid lane, it's forty four, and in support, it's forty one. This is his best role, which is a problem. I will say yep. that honestly is probably due to pick rate because, like, I've had ways that go mid lane and carry the fuck out of my games. I've had ways that go mid lane, and I'm like, oh, you've never played this champ. Like, it really does just seem to be like. The people that are playing them more are probably more yeah. likely to take them bot, so that might just be with a bit of a like play like pick rate uh lying a little yeah. there. Please don't play Kaisa. Please don't play Ezreal. Please don't play Athelia. Oh, no. Play Ezreal next patch. Play Ezreal next patch, maybe. We'll see if those giga buffs were actually enough. I don't think they are. No. Ezreal's in a real bad spot right now. Yeah. Like, I've tried like four different builds on him, and the one I had the most success on was like a full tank Ezreal build because we were against oh, four God. assassins. Blue Ezreal's back. I did no damage, but I also didn't die. I guess that does okay, qualify Christ. as best. Yeah. Uh, crush carry on. Um, next change was the Guardian Angel. They increased the cost of it. Because Stopwatch got removed, it's not part of the build path anymore. Um, in exchange for costing 200 extra gold, you get 10 attack damage and 5 armor. Um, I honestly can't be mad about you this also, one. Uh, you Whatever. also get all of your mana back when you when you revive instead of instead of some of it. Which I always thought that was fine. Um, yeah. Immortal Shield Bow, why is this in here? They buffed the lifesteal from 10 to 12%. This... This is the kind of buffs that crit AD carries are getting. 2% uh, lifesteal! They also buffed the uh, shield. They buffed the shield. Uh, but re removed the attack speed bonus upon lifeline triggering. Yes. They gave you 30 extra shield. Yeah. In exchange for... Yeah, and, and, in exchange worth. for the attack speed bonus. And you also got 2% lifesteal. And it's like, yay! And then you look at Rageblade and go, oh, it, that's... Different. It's one of those, like, that is better. I think it's better than the old version. But everybody else got way better buffs. Yeah. Exactly. It's like this is the table scraps better. Um. And again, next item is Kraken Slayer got changed. It's an on hit item, so it gets buffed. It gets five yep. percent attack speed. Um. That's literally the only change. Yeah. Again, five percent attack speed and is allowed to work with Rage Blade. 
Yeah. Which, to be fair, you do build this. We can call this a buff. Yeah. But realistically, they didn't change the gold cost, and they lost the mythic passive, which I believe was attached. This was it wasn't a mythic, mythic anymore. This one wasn't a mythic. Oh, true, true, true. Yep. Sorry. They that, that was a, that was a year yeah, earlier. That was, yes. uh, yeah. Um, that was but, at mid season. Yeah. This is this is like yep. this item, Kraken Slayer, is the most buffed of all the crit carry items because it's also an on hit item, and <laughs> they yep. buffed the on hit <laughs> part of it by giving an extra attack speed. Uh, the um, next one actually might be. Lord Dom's gained five attack damage, and lost a bunch of giant slayer damage. Oh giant no, slayer you're right. But they were, but they did reduce the threshold. Yes. Yeah. For the max, so like give and take. I think I still prefer the old passive. So I would prefer the old passive, especially in the current environment where there are more people that giant slayer is think, good think, against. Think, 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 think. And that is, I think, the distinguishing factor here is they were expecting games to be more likely to have multiple tanks where you actually need Lord Doms. As opposed to last season where Lord Doms was largely so you could do bonus damage to the enemy mage. Yeah. Yeah, but now because mages lost health. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, next item, Phantom Mancer. Uh, they switched the build path around a little bit. Uh, they took it off. It's no longer a zeal item. Is basically the chain, which is so uh, just weird. I don't like I, that. It's Phantom Dancer. I was trying to find what it yesterday and couldn't because I didn't realize it's, it didn't build out a zeal anymore. Literally, the icon is a pair of crossed swords. It's supposed to be like the most iconic of the zeal upgrades. Yeah, it's yeah. always been a zeal. What? 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 Why? Uh, this why? Is and it's not like the path was changed to make like the AD make more sense. It went from Heartbound Axe, Zeal, 600 gold, to Heartbound Axe, Cloak of Agility, 1,000 gold. Just leave the Zeal. What the fuck? Yeah. It still has move speed. Yeah. Well, it's a crit AD carry item, so it has to be nerfed. Uh, um, yeah. Anyway, speaking of and nerfing, it did get they lost 5% they lost attack speed. Um, in exchange, uh, they, they lose the 30% bonus attack speed at full stacks of spectral waltz uh, but instead they gain stacking seven percent attack speed per stack up to five stacks so once you're full it's actually the same attack speed overall yeah. so oh good the same nerfed. attack speed what, what, once yeah. you are fully stacked it is a three percent move speed buff with no other meaningful changes no it doesn't yeah. get move speed on on stacks anymore no but the base move speed got yes um, increased yeah. it doesn't get so, the bonus movement speed from the on hit ghosting Okay, so, so it's still four percent weaker. So it it changed from seven to ten percent move speed. The passive, the unique passive, also used to gain seven percent bonus yeah. move speed. Now it However, doesn't. However, I will posit that the move speed is more valuable to get to a fight or to run away from a fight when you're not necessarily stacked in the first place. Yeah. Okay. Fair. I... Um, the next item actually got a straight buff for a crit item. True. Yeah, it did. It actually did. It's a rapid, rapid fire, fire cannon. cannon gained five percent attack speed. Gained five percent yep. attack speed because that's what people build rapid fire cannon for is attack speed. <laughs> All right. Yeah. To be fair, I do think having items that are supposed to be eighty carry items with fifteen percent attack speed is just insulting to begin with. I agree. <laughs> All of them, cough, yeah, cough, yeah. storm razor, cough, cough, this. should be at least twenty percent because they just don't feel good to buy with this low of attack speed. Right. One of the funniest things about this is that because of the existence of the Voltaic Cyclosword, the other, it's an energized lethality item. Yep. This is built with uh, Voltaic Cyclosword. Yep. Which is yep. hilarious. If you were wondering why AD LeBlanc is back, it's because Voltaic Cyclosword charges all of the energized items faster. Yep. Yep. Yay. Speaking of, um, Static Shiv is still in the game, unless you had more to say about Rapid Fire. They finally took off the AP ratio. Fucking, it, how long did it take okay. them? Not only took six off the months. AP ratio, but they capped the number of targets to six, which is the other yeah. change it always fucking needed. Yes. Yeah. Like, I am actually perfectly okay with all of these changes for Static Shiv. This is, it did get straight nerfed, but that's okay, because they nerfed it. the AP users, who shouldn't have been building this anyway. Yep, marksmen don't need <sighs> more than six targets anyway, and didn't have AP. Nope. Um, Stormraiser. This is good. Yeah, we're we're happy with static shift change. Absolutely, one hundred percent happy with it. Uh, Stormraiser got changed. If it turns out yeah. to now be weak, that gives them room to buff it without ruining it for non-marksmen. 
Yep. Well, first they have to deal with LeBlanc, then they can buff it. Well, they yes. already deal. No, well, they're dealing with LeBlanc. It's really, it's really <laughs> funny see, how they're dealing with LeBlanc. See, see, we've said that like six times. Are they giving her zillion autos? It's only worked the once. Did you see how they're dealing with it? Not uh, yet. They, they're remove. They're changing her base attack speed. Um, okay. Because because the problem with LeBlanc they, they building this item, they literally did that and then reverted it. Yes, that's why it's hilarious because they did the exact same thing. They nerfed it down, and then when they did the mage rework rebalancing to bring all the attack speed on mages up, they brought LeBlanc's up. And at the time, we pointed out, didn't they just nerf this? They're gonna have to re-nerf this. Yep. They're they're re-nerfing this. And it's sometimes hilarious. it feels like Riot does God not left hand does not know what right hand is doing. Um, I durability will, update and the upcoming change, the all of this. I will be extremely Ugh. surprised if there's only one team working on patches at Riot to get them out this quickly. Oh, it has to be. I think there's four. I think there's four. Yeah, and they can't coordinate at, at enough no. of a level. So that's why there's, this sort of thing happens. There's no way Freak Greenlit. Phantom Dancer not having a skill. <laughs> True. Um, so, yeah, like that so, is his favorite item other than Trinity Force and Infinity Edge. In, There's in no order, way he greenlit uh, they, nerfing Infinity they, Edge. Right. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> in order to keep a two-week patch cycle, they have to have more than one team working on it. it it's, it's As software dev, it is impossible to have only one team doing yep. two-week patches. Yep. Um, the, of, they would have numbers-only changes otherwise. Yeah, uh, of this size. Um Okay, uh, Stormraiser. Uh, it got nerf buffed, sort of. It costs 100 AD, extra gold in exchange. You get 50. More. You get five damage. So it's kind of okay. That's, it's, it's fine. That's fine. It's fine. That's acceptable. Uh, they changed the build path a little bit. Just they added 50 gold. 50 gold on. 50 gold. The com combined cost because something. And then the I assume something changed. Yeah. Um, okay, so Collector gets a buff because it's a lethality item. Uh, unchanged cost, and you get five damage, and you lose two lethality. Um, but that's with the retooled lethality. Yes. Correct. So now this is actually kind of a buff to lethality, but it's yeah. less later game, but nobody in this lethality in late game. Incidentally, if you are a crit marksman, you want to keep playing crit marksman, probably just buy Collector first and then go into your crit items. Uh, like, if your champion even yeah. vaguely works with lethality, like Caitlyn should be rushing collector yes. if she's going to yes. go clear yes, afterwards, yes, yes, yes. because the one item spike gives you the most raw power without impeding your scaling. Yep. That's why. Yep. Yeah. If you're not an on hit marksman and you're a crit marksman, you should probably be building corrector first. Um, almost certainly. Uh, last changes to essence fever. Uh, it costs hundred extra gold and, um. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's not an on hit or lethality item, so it got nerfed. Um, yeah, that's that's the marksman that's changes. It. That's this yep. like yep. this whole thing. All of these are either like very light, tiny, tiny, teeny, tiny buffs, neutral or nerfs. And the only ones that got buffs are they have to be and, some variety of on hit or lethality. And yep. more importantly, unlike every other role, they don't have new toys to play with. Nope. Terminus. Except again, the on hit for Terminus, but that's it. Yes. And they and they lost Gale Force, which so okay. I agree that Gale Force should not be in the game. However, one of the things that it did solve was survivability on Marksman because you can't just blow them up. They can actually get out of dodge once. That's yes, why they're but all the main use I saw out of Gale Force was assassinating people as Jin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the that was the downside was that it could do both things, and that was the problem. But now they can rebalance this 80 carries around not having it. So yes. there will be growing pains, but we'll get there. Hopefully. I, let I, me be I, optimistic. Yeah, right. I'm not. As an 80 carry, I've been optimistic no, since 14 point I, whatever I when mage optimistic. bot lanes were first I said thing. optimistic. <laughs> All right. Speaking of optimistic. Do we want to talk about some uh, wild support item changes? Oh Supports these, these are eaten good. <laughs> I, I have one thing I'd like to touch on first before we get too deep into them. Okay. So you get that first item that they, they give you, right? The yes. World Atlas. Which... Then when you complete your quest, you get a choice of items. Yep. 
for new players or players unfamiliar with these items, there is no recommendation. There is no tooltip. You just have to pick one and hope you picked right. Yeah, that's Riot, sucks. what the fuck? The, the, I, the UI was, for it is awful. I got auto-filled into support. I hadn't actually, like, looked at... Like, I couldn't fucking remember what each of these fucking items did because I'd looked at them once two weeks prior and I couldn't remember. So I'm like, okay, crap. Which one do I take? Riot, you need to have in the shop a way to look at these items because yep. right now you can't i i played support for a couple games and i thought you could um so uh when you complete the quest uh like orn or kindred it pops up a little bar above yeah. your item yeah um and you can click the one that you want i played support and i could have sworn that you could hover over and get a tooltip for what the item you did. can but that means that you don't know what the hell they are until they oh, yeah. pop up for you. You can't see them exactly. in the shop and go, I'm working And it's not this. a complete <sighs> tooltip. Is it All right. not? It is oh. simultaneously so. a lot of reading and not complete. Yep. Riot, what the right. actual flying fuck? Yeah. Fix so, your game clarity. With yep. the game clarity rants out of the way, let me explain what is going on with support items. As Slushy mentioned... Supports now start with an item called World Atlas. All the old support items, Relic Shield, uh, Spell Thiefs, all of those are gone. You get World Atlas. Which is good. Which is good. Yeah. Yes. I like yeah. this. All agreed. All agreed. Yes. World Atlas gives generic stats. They are not offensive stats. They are generic defensive and regen stats. It gives some gold generation. And it gives you both the Spell Thiefs and Relic Shields methods to gain gold as a support. Which I think is brilliant. Yes. Like that, that, that so, was. Well this done. was inspired. This you, was, you uh, can, you yep. can get no, gold. No, he's a by, jungler. Uh, yes, he is a jungler. <laughs> you can get gold by harassing your opponents. You can get gold by killing minions and giving the last hit gold to your ally. And here's another important change. The amount of gold you get. Yes. Is a strict amount, no matter what type of minion you kill. And your ally gets the amount of gold they would have received if they had killed the minion. No longer do 80 carries have to be mad that their dumb fuck support missed the cannon. Just take the cannon, because their support gets just as much gold if they just take a fucking caster minion. Yeah. Perfect. There is no meaningful difference. Yep. It used to be that you would have to you would want to use your charges on the melees or the, the cannon, not the casters, because you would get less gold for the casters. Yes. Now it's actually on its head. You want to kill the casters with this. Yep. It's... And the reason for that is you get more gold. This will be hot. This will be changed, not hotfixed, but changed in the next patch. Well, so by the time this comes out, if Jax edits it on time, uh, you will have about a day, maybe two, to abuse double support item bot yes. lanes. Yes, I was gonna say the change is specifically for the double support item bot lanes. Like it's not yes. changing the amount of gold it gives. It's just going to limit you to one support item per team. Is how they're changing yes. it. Sort yeah. of. Um, sort of. Sort of. Uh, we can cover Essentially. that later. But... We'll, we'll, we'll cover that next week. Yeah. So, but yeah, so the, the, the big takeaway is like, just last hit, your support will just last hit some things and it's fine. Or yeah. we'll attack the enemy and it's fine. Like, yes. I love, I love that they made it so that you just have to be a support. Like, you don't have to be a specific, yeah. you don't have to choose your style when you, when you pick the item. I yeah. like that. It, it's. No longer really will like you that. go spell thieves and then the lane goes south at level two because your AD carry is a moron and you can't get your quest done anymore. Exactly. I sort of hope they do this for the jungle pets. I would like to choose green, red, or blue when it matters. True. Yeah. Yeah, th that would be smart. Yep. Just have a little egg following you. Just have a little egg with like little arms and just, legs. Just make it easy. <laughs> you pick which stone you want to evolve with. No, no, no. You make no, it make so it you have a little, you have a little brown pet following you around, and then yeah. it turns yeah. into the red, blue, or green one. I yeah. want Togepi, not Eevee. <laughs> well, you're wrong. Let's move on. So, the World Atlas upgrades twice at the same thresholds that support items did before. There's not, nothing really to talk about there. But when you reach 1,000 gold, as Slushy mentioned, you get a pop-up that lets you pick one of five different final versions of your item. 
all of these items have the same stats. They give health, health regen, mana regen, and gold generation. That's it. And five no gold longer are supports a getting a whole bunch of AP or AD from their support item. However, supports can choose between Celestial Opposition, which gives you a shield that reduces damage for two seconds after you take damage from a champion. It's basically a weak version of Crown of the Shattered Queen for mages last yeah. season. You can get Solstice Slay, which gives movement speed to your allies when you CC an enemy and, and gives you some bonus health, which effectively is like how Lulu ult works, where it's healing that isn't affected by heal cut. Um, you can choose Bloodsong, which is currently OP and probably going to be nerfed next patch. I was going to uh, say, which, the broken one. This is yeah. a Spellblade item. So think Sheen, Trinity Force type stuff. But if you proc the Spellblade on your opponent, you apply Expose Weakness, increasing the damage they take. Senna's build this. Senna's build this, Sona's like, build this, any support who's supposed to be putting auto attacks in their kit, Lux, for example, just choose this one. It's fine. Yeah. Yep. Um, your other two options, the the tr like more enchantery one is Dreammaker. You gain bubbles every eight seconds. Healing an ally blows both bubbles to them and empowers them. The bubbles do different things. One gives damage reduction on the next hit. One gives bonus magic damage on the next hit. This is pretty much, know. yeah, the enchanter item. Yeah. I don't know why they made it two bubbles. I don't understand. So that if you take a hit, it does not consume the offensive part. And vice versa. Okay. They're two separate effects. Okay. That That's literally why. It's, you grant two separate effects. Your ally will take less damage from the next hit they take, and they will do bonus damage on the next hit they deal. All right. Last one is Zazzax's Realm Spike. And yeah, you heard me right. Zazzax. Every caster on the broadcast of both LEC and LCS has been struggling to say this word. They've been making up their own pronunciations. It's hilarious. So what it does is uh, dealing damage to a champion causes an explosion that damages them and nearby enemies, dealing a percent of max health magic damage. This has a cooldown. I mentioned earlier Lux potentially being a Bloodsong user. She's fine with Zazax if you're not comfortable proccing your passive. Both but are like, good. Both are like, good, exactly. The the poke uh the poke mages and bottling that don't weave autos, um Morgana, uh Brand, Zyra. Yep. Yeah. Zarath can go Bloodsong because yeah. you want to be autoing champions anyways with your passive, but he he can go either. Yeah. Um, Lux can go either, but everyone else who's a uh, poke mage goes Azax. But this yep. is another item that just adds to the amount of burst damage from mages in the game. So, yay! Yay! All right. Ooh. In the interest of zooming through enchanter items, so we can actually finish this patch note fucking before the next patch notes come out. <laughs> um, there's a new actually, support item. We, before we get there, yeah, go ahead. Can we get a quick like? Who are each of these items for? Yellow support item. Uh, uh engage champs, Rakan. Okay. Green one. Fucking also buddy. engage no one. champs. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> who would use this is better off with the yellow one. Yeah. Uh, uh red one. Anyone Everyone. who can auto. <laughs> Not Yumi. Everyone else take that. No. <laughs> um, Honestly, it's pretty good on Yumi too, as much as I hate that. Yeah. Uh blue one. Enchanters. Uh, enchanters. Enchanters. Lulu. And purple one? Mages. Mages. Perfect. Cool. Okay. Thank so, you. Enchanter items. They have a new item called Dawncore. It's basically the old uh, chalice of whatever it was called. Um, <laughs> Harmony? Yeah. Well, no, because it's a 2700 gold. It was a oh. Unholy Chalice, that one. Athena's Unholy Grail? Yes, that, that one. one. Um, you get heal and shield power and ability power based on your mana regen. And some summoner spell haste, which is interesting. <laughs> I, I I hadn't read the enchanter items yet, so I'm reading the next one and being like, oh god, why? Yeah, echoes of Helia. It changed. It still sucks. 
I'm not expanding further. This no, was in the uh, game already? Yes. Oh. Uh, staff of Flowing Water. Costs a little bit more, is a little bit stronger. Doesn't meaningfully change what That's it actually does. Um, the main difference is it now grants movement speed instead of granting ability haste, which is way more useful because it's really hard for allies to use conditional ability haste effectively. Yep. Yeah, that one made no sense. But Mage is going fast. We like that. Yep. Uh, Ardent Sensor is a little bit stronger and a little bit more expensive. Um, starting items. Doran's Blade no longer has Omnivamp. It's lifesteal again. It's at a higher amount than the old Omnivamp value was. Yay. This is better for some champions, worse for others. It really just depends on who your champion is. Um, Dorn's Ring no longer has a weird minigame of dealing damage increases your regen for 10 seconds. It's just split down the middle. It just has a little bit more regen than the old baseline. Yep, I think that's better. Yep. yep. Orn upgrades are now based on the slot of items. The first eligible item you have, if you look at like top left going right and then bottom left going right, the first eligible item you have is the one that Orn will upgrade. I'm not going to expand on all the different Orn upgrade items themselves because holy shit, there's a lot. All I of will... them give you stats of whatever the item already gave you stats of. Yes. I will say that the best said... The best name is Swordnado. <laughs> yeah. Um, With a shout out to Certainty. Make sure that you have the item you want to be upgraded in the top left. Yeah. Whatever item has the most perfect set of stats for you is the one you want upgraded because it's just upgrading the numbers. Yeah. If you just want raw AP from your Orn upgrade, put Death Cap in the top left. If you want lethality, make sure a lethality item is in the top left. That kind of stuff. I, I've been unfortunate enough to see an Ezreal get an upgraded Iceborne Gauntlet. Yep. So make sure you have your items in the correct slots. Yep. He had a collector. You have to collect? No, I don't believe you can. No, you can't. I, I'm looking through it now. He had other AD items and then an Iceborne Gauntlet. Whoops. Yep. <laughs> also, don't build fucking Iceborne Gauntlet on Ezreal. Ew. All right. Unless yeah, you're playing tank, but... Ezreal. Uh, uh, In which case, buy the sheen, sit on it, and buy the iceborne like fourth. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Runes. Uh, perfect timing is gone. No more free Yay. stopwatch because Yay. stopwatch doesn't exist anymore. Yay. In its place, there is a rune called Triple Tonic. What this does at level three, you get a potion. When you use it, you gain five true damage on hit against minions for one minute and then gain 40 gold. Helps you farm a little bit from level three to five, basically. Um, at level 6, you get Elixir of Force. You get 20 Adaptive Force for 60 seconds. It helps you spike on your ult if you hit it and then engage someone, basically. This, this is good for people who spike hard at level 6. Yes. Yep. The big one. At level 9, you gain a skill no, point. No, 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 no. You, you don't want to use this on Corky. You don't get enough out of it. Don't use this to buff the big one. <sighs> that took me a second. God damn it, slushy. <laughs> At level nine, triple tonic will give you a skill point. This does not change the rules around when you can put skill points into things, so you still cannot uh, max out um, a second point in your ult. At level 10, you have to wait till 11. What this does is it means now instead of getting your second skill maxed at 13, you get your second skill maxed at 12, and you will have all skills maxed at 17. Now, important to note, Udyr currently can skill more skills than he actually has skill points. Does this just let him put an extra point in his abilities relative to before? I, I assume so, I, just I, on I its think face. I so, yeah. Uh, Udyr players, consider I, taking this rule. I would if actually you think already. not just based around the wording of it doesn't modify other rules around adding skill points, but... Right, but... But you have an extra skill point. That's Udyr, Udyr doesn't have... have weird rules. He just has six skill no. points per skill. Uh, I thought it was five per skill. No, that would be normal. He has six per skill. He has six per skill. I think he has weird rules regarding how many total skill points you can add. I'm trying to find it. Either way, maybe maybe consider it on Udyr, guys. Yeah. All right. Um, just skipping through the rest of the changes. Is there anything else we want to highlight? Uh. Towers got tweaked. 
they're making changes to ranked that should help make sure new players are placed in appropriate skill levels. We'll see how well oh. that works. Fist bumps. This is a part of the service announcement. If you see a, 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 a glove appear over your, your, your friendly champion, hit the U key. It'll do a fist bump. It's cool. It's, we love I, it. I, I, I have very rarely managed to get somebody to actually respond to it, so this is a public oh, really? development. Yeah, no. Yep. It's like one in, one in five. It's like one in five that people will respond to it properly. I've gotten a five-man team one. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, I've gotten that know... once. I've gotten three four-man ones, and then okay. the one person was just like sitting on the edge like, what the fuck is happening? I just realized why I haven't been seeing these. I'm, I think I have emotes muted, and I think if you have emotes muted, this doesn't pop up. Uh, that'll do it, yeah. Um, True enough. Other thing you will notice immediately when you're playing Summoner's Rift, and it will probably freak you out if you didn't know this was a thing. Uh, music changes throughout the map now. Uh, yep. If you go near the Baron Pit, for example, there is different music. Um, and also, the music changes um, depending on the state of the game. I unmute my music as well. On the topic of this, like it's, it's tangentially related, this goes back to the map. Baron swims under the map as it spawns. Oh, it's so, oh, yes. cool. It's so cool. cool. I have, I have seen players flash away from the <laughs> <laughs> and I asked them why, and they said it's because they thought it was a Vex ult at first glance. So that's be warned. Baron will swim under the map, and it's like this little shadow that swims okay. under the river. Yep. Just, been, just, it, it does it every time Baron spawns. Yeah. Uh, it does remind me, uh, the, uh, with the music, I actually got a bug where um, I think I died right as the music was shifting over. Um, so I just got the uh, fighting Baron music for the rest of the match. It was great. Oh, nice. <laughs> Perfect. All right. I want to touch on one more thing to finish out the patch, which is in-game quests. So if you've been playing for a long time, you probably remember that there's a quest for like Rengar versus Kha'Zix where whoever kills the other one gets a permanent buff. They've added several more of these to the game. I love these. These are great. I love these so much. Yeah, they're they're pretty awesome. There's a uh, they they also made them more interesting like with some of the champions that didn't previously have anything going on like lore wise in the rift itself so Huey and Jin have a rivalry now they must be on opposing teams and at least level 12 for the quest to trigger if Jin kills Huey he turns Huey into his magnum opus earning 4.444 lethality if Huey wins his visions of pain and peace and art deepen earning him 3.33% magic penetration it's harder than that they have to kill each other with their ultimate ability yes yeah First one to do it wins, and they both have to be at least level 12. Which is great. Yep. That sucks uh, for Huey, because doesn't he start fights with his ult? Yeah. No. His ult hits uh, His hard. ult does a lot of... So his ult... Yeah. So his ult, it hits you, does a little bit of damage, and a lot of slow and a lot of DOT, but it also allows him to land all of his other skills, and then it also... Bursts a uh, big damage in the end of the ult. Too. I forgot so about the big burst possible. at the end. Yeah. It is perfectly yeah. possible. Typically, I'm ult. starting with my E ability to then land the ultimate. I am so. assuming that if the dot is ticking on you, if he kills you with a different ability, it will count. Probably. Because that I would be know. weird if it doesn't, since that's really hard to make sure it deals the killing blow. Also, you can hit somebody else with it, and then have <laughs> the AOE kill the Jin. Yep. That does count. Yes. Okay. Belveth and Jax also have a quest now. Um, they compete over Baron Nasher. So Belveth and Jax must be on opposing teams. Rift Herald must have been taken. If Rift Herald does not die in a Belveth for Jax game, there is no quest. Um, if Jax wins, he gets five stacks of Belveth's passive, and he gets five more stacks every time he gets a takedown on her. If <laughs> Belveth wins... I really like that. If Belveth wins... Killing Dra Jax drops a Void Coral that gives her her super-powered form that she normally only gets from killing Baron at that point in the game. Okay. I love that the reason behind it is Jax wanting to protect his favorite fishing spot. Yeah. Which is Baron <laughs> So, one that everyone was shocked wasn't already a quest. Nasus and Renekton. These brothers have, lore-wise, always been at like a rivalry with each other. They hate each other. Yeah. So 
they must both be on opposing teams and reach level 11. And the they have to kill each other while their ultimate is active. Um, the winner will become 10% larger and their ultimate will extend by 10% duration. And their loser's ultimate will be 10% smaller. It's really funny. <laughs> That's a good one. It's funny. It does almost nothing, but it's very funny. Yeah. Um, and the, the next one's also one that people just assumed was in the game. Yep. Shen and Zed, who are like literally the two like rival ninja clans or something in the lore. Um, and Shen will win this quest if he takes down Zed before Zed kills two of Shen's nearby allies. Kills or assists will count. Zed will prevail if he kills two of Shen's nearby allies without being taken down by Shen. Um, if Shen wins, his shield from his Q is 30% stronger. Or his passive, whatever triggers it. I don't fucking remember. It's uh, if Zed wins, his passive will deal an extra 2% damage. So, none of these quests are huge. But with more of them in the game, it's pretty much a for sure thing that you will see them pop in your uh, I, games. I'm going to apologize to all the lore nerds who uh, immediately knew what was wrong with what Jack said about Shen and Zed. But it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yes, I know. Zed, don't worry about like, it. Don't worry about it. And it's it's a whole thing. <laughs> Shen is also um, the worst ninja. Say, most of these are meaningless. The thirty percent buff to the shield on Shen though is it's not his ultimate shield. Sizable. I know it's not his ultimate shield. That's still sizable. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a couple of these are meaningful, like giving Jax free attack speed for the rest of the game on a an yeah. infinite scaling if he kills him. Like, if you're a Jax and you're shitting on a Belveth. You are now going to shit on everything a lot harder forever. Yeah, I think the Jax yeah. vs. Belveth one is the most meaningful, because, like, and giving I think the, the big coral as well, like... And the Hui versus Jin one can also be a big I one. I will point out, in the past, these quests were disabled for ranked. I think they still are. No. Most likely. Because no. they undisabled the other quests in ranked a while ago. You can really? get Kha'Zix vs. Okay. Rengar in ranked. I've yep. gotten it a couple times a year. Huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, what they disabled in ranked that still is disabled, and I think just doesn't exist anymore, is the, like, one more or less damage based on skins and stuff like that. That stuff was always disabled in ranked, and I think just doesn't exist Leona's anymore. Taking one less damage from Leona if, you're, if your character's wearing sunglasses was one of the best things in the entire game. It, it was so funny. It, it was always disabled in ranked, and I believe just doesn't apply even in norms anymore. I'm surprised they didn't add Kale and Morgana. Right? Especially because like, it's part of the cinematic. I'm, exactly. I'm hoping, That's what I was I'm thinking. I'm hoping from the way they, they've read this, I, I, I'm hoping they're intending to uh, add more of these over time. So maybe it's just that they didn't have a good Kale versus Morgana quest ready for this patch. Because that, that is one of the most glaring ones to me. Like, that has always been a rivalry. Yeah. That one needs to be in the game. It does. Okay. I think we finally did it. I think that's everything. Yes. That's everything. That's everything. That's we everything. Did it. We covered 14-1. Finally. Just in time oh for 14-2 to drop tomorrow. <laughs> yep. Can I, can I get a coffee now? <laughs> no, because we have one listener question that we're going to try to answer some of oh. before we wrap up for the night. I, I, can, I, can I talk about the Void Group thing real quick? Sure. I did, I did say, all right. Okay. I'm sorry, Ziggy. We will get to your question. I promise. Uh, this should be really fast. I, I thought it was the case when I was just reading it and I wanted to uh, actually play with it first before I gave information. Um, the Void Grubs, when you kill one of them, it gives a shield to the other two, or one yes. if only one's alive. That shield is based on their missing health. So if you hit all of them, the shield's going to be bigger. If you hit, If you focus one down, the shield will be smaller. But the important part is that shield lasts for 10 seconds. And currently, if you kill uh, one of them and then kill the second one before that shield expires, the timer of the shield expiring is still based on the first grub's death. So that will cause you to kill a grub, they both get a shield, kill a second grub, that third one gets a massive shield, and then suddenly it just poofs, gone. Yep. Because the 10 seconds expired. I would assume it, this will be patched soon. Th this looks like a bug, not a not like it should actually do this, but it's really funny. Um, Abuse it while you can. The other really amusing thing with Void Grubs is the patience on the grubs doesn't run out as long as one of the grubs is still inside the pit. Yep. 
theoretically oh. you can drag one of them to your jungle and kill it while someone else is in the pit killing the others. Yep. Realistically, yeah, there's not much use for this, but it's hilarious. They're yeah, really I was hard in a to game with one under general, top lane so. tower. <laughs> That's it hilarious. Got that Does far. the tower I, shoot I, at it? No. Can, can I, I, want, I, I, I want to get Blitzcrank, Thresh, all, nope. all the people that can pull shit. Nope. We leave one person nope. in the pit. They can't and we be drag moved. everything. They can't be moved. Oh. Yeah, they can't be They're immune to all forms of CC, as far as I can tell. Lame. I wanted to drag it to Phantom. I understand. And technically, you can. As long as someone I else is sitting in the pit to... holding it, you could kite one to Fountain. Perfect. I'm doing that. <laughs> you just can't do it with displacement skills. Anyway, um, so okay. because of so, the shield mechanics that Crush is describing, if you are playing a jungler that is primarily single target damage, don't even worry about trying to spread your damage around. If yeah, you are playing a jungler who does meaningful AoE damage, keep AoEing them. Just focus one with your auto attacks while you're AoEing them. Don't I will spread your auto attacks around. I will double check to make absolutely certain of it, but I seem to be taking the camp faster with Nocturne by focusing one and making sure that my AoE passive doesn't hit more than one. Like, that's hmm. surprising to me. Yeah. I could see that. Possibly because of the shield thing. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I, the reason I say... But Amumu takes it, it faster, for example. Amumu is the fastest Void Grub take I have seen in a game, period. Mm -hmm. I killed all three within about... 10 to 15 seconds because they reset his E cooldown. Yeah. It's stupid. He just stands in the middle of them and is like, hi, I have friends now. And then kills and I, them all. I think we might've mentioned it last week as well, but if you have a shield break passive or ability, it works on the grips. Yes. Yep. So like is Rel hilarious. is a, the big one since she's the shield breaker who can jungle, yep. but like Renekton top, if you empower a W can break a shield, that kind of stuff. Also, I'm just going to point this out because a lot of junglers haven't put two and two together yet. If you have a team that either wants to snowball early or you have a team that, say, has a Caitlyn or a Tristana or is somebody who's good at taking towers quickly, mm -hmm. get these fuckers. Stop going to Dragon when they are up. Go get these. They do good shit for you. The dragon stats are not worth it. Taking... You need this shit on your Caitlyn. You need this shit on your Ziggs. You need this shit on your split pusher. And you need it on any team comp planning to snowball by taking, by getting kills and then taking objectives. And denying it from the Go other get team. them. That too. So what if I... you're the team, if you're against that kind of a team, prioritize trying to get these so that the other team can't get all six or even five. The magic number is two. You want to get two of them away between it... both spawns. Yep. And then they can't spawn the void might. To be clear, does still deal damage to tower, but the the dot damage two. to tower from the buff. There's not a large difference between one stack and four stacks. Like it's very small. Yeah, but it exists. But point. like. The mites are the big one, because it's an extra turret shot to take. It's extra <clears throat> damage dealt from the mite itself. It adds up a lot. So it, it is it is my general opinion that the grubs are more valuable than the dragon. That Getting that out of the yes. way, the void grubs seem very similar to the Rift Herald from previous season, where taking the first camp pretty much guarantees that you'll get at least some plates somewhere on the map. Yeah. Um, taking the second camp again guarantees you'll get some plates somewhere on the map, and you're going to be pushing down the the level two towers faster if you took at least two of the first camp as well. The other thing that the void grubs do is that when uh, the rift herald spawns at 14 minutes, if you have taken any void grubs, rift herald spawns a shitload of them. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's it what six plus one per void grub you killed. Yeah, it's a lot. Or five plus the number of void grubs killed. Yeah, it's it's a lot. So get um, the grubs. The Ed, grubs, Ed and Eddie are worth it. Yes. The grubs are good. It is still, I think, um, it, it's the same balance as before. It, taking the Rift Herald early last season versus taking the grubs early this season is the same kind of concept. You want to put a bunch of gold into your teammates' pockets early on. Taking yep. the dragon early instead is saying that I want to get the four dragons as quickly as I possibly can to try to stack and, and get that soul. 
And if you don't think you can do that, take the grubs instead. Yep. It, yeah. it, the only reason to go for dragons right now is a, I think we are fucked if the game goes to 20 minutes and we don't have a massive lead. We want to force a fight at the 20 minute mark around soul to give us enough power to make up for the scaling difference. I, I could think of another reason. Uh, so it, you can also just take the dragons instead. If you have a Lucian top, cause he'll just take the void grubs by himself. <laughs> like you can just write it oh, off. I was, got him. I was going to make the same damn joke, except <laughs> I was just going to say he's so useless topside. You can't go up, get the void grubs. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Lucian, Lucian top takes the grubs, he takes the grubs, and then the tower, and then the tower, and then the rift herald, and then the next <laughs> I'm sorry, Ziggy. I was actually going to try and segue into your question because it kind of related. I, but it's nope. fine. Ziggy, I I'm promise no matter how big 14.2 is, we will answer your question next week, Ziggy. Yeah, 14.2 is nowhere near as large as this one. Oh, my God. Crush and I, same brain cell, same wavelength, <laughs> same yep. void grub. I got the brain cell first this time. <laughs> yeah, you All beat right. me by about a quarter second. With that, this has been episode 417 of the Forwards podcast. Seriously, guys, write in forwards at trinityforcepodcast.com with questions so we can answer them on the show. I know it's been weeks Lest since you we've answered something them. like this. And Nobody also, if you're that. into that, I'm sorry. <laughs> still send questions, please, for the rest of us. If you're into that, there's a redeem on my Twitch stream. Don't subject everyone else to listening to it on the podcast. Yes. Come do it on Twitch. If you're into that, go to Twitch and pay her to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like four bucks for two minutes. All right. Uh... Listeners, seriously, forwards at trinityforcepodcast.com. I've been Jax. For Crush You, for Slushy Otter, for Free Shooter, have a good night. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to the Four Wards Podcast, part of the Trendy Force Network. If you'd like to leave questions or feedback for the crew, send us an email at fourwards at trinityforcepodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at fourwardspodcast with the number four. Finally, you can also find us at fourwards.trinityforcepodcast.com. If you'd like to check out all the other great podcasts that are part of the network, head on over to trinityforcenetwork.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next time with more ways to help you move forward in League.